0: Hey guys, Connor here. Just wanted to say thank you so much again for tuning into another episode of the Why Growth Podcast. Uh, really quick, if you could leave a review, preferably a five-star review if you're on the iTunes platform or whatever platform you're on, and just try to uh, give us a positive feedback and, and maybe show it to a friend or two. We're just trying to spread and grow and we really appreciate everything. But uh, without further ado, please enjoy this amazing podcast. You're listening to the Why Growth Podcast, hosted by Connor Hall. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Why Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Hall, and today I have a very special guest, a science teacher here at Ording High School, and a role model in not only my life, but many students at Ording High School's lives, uh, Mr. McCarthy. Hi, Connor. Hi, Mr. McCarthy. Um, okay, so really quick. I'm going to ask you like a two-minute summary of what your life is like right now. Uh, include, you know, anything that is important to you or basically just what you do on a day-to-day basis.
1: Okay. Uh, I, like you said, I'm a teacher at Ordine High School. I teach physics and physical science. Um, I'm a coach. I love sports. I coach soccer and I coach, uh, coach golf. Right now we are prepping a couple kids for state golf, so I spend time doing that. When I'm not doing that, I'm at home with my kids and my wife. My, I have a three-year-old daughter and a one-year-old daughter. Um, they are my whole world. So when I'm not here, I'm watching Disney movies. I am dancing. I'm singing. I know uh, every lullaby that you could possibly know. My whole life is just wrapped around those those two. And I think my students, they love it, but they know every inch of my daughter's lives as well because I share it with them and just yeah yeah, project it onto them so that's my life right now
0: does that worry you that you project it out like that
1: no no no. they seem to like it i think it i think it helps relationally for them to know that i'm a i'm a real person outside of school i don't live here i don't you know i have passions outside of here when i go home i'm not constantly thinking about school i'm enjoying life just like they are so
0: yeah i would agree with that i think that as a student, it's really cool because there are a lot of teachers that I've had that don't really talk about their personal lives so much. And sometimes I can make it more difficult to relate to them. And so I would agree that you talking about your kids and, you know, just your life in general and your weekend and what you've done and how things are going really makes it easier to talk to you and just allows us to understand that you have a life outside of high school. Yeah. So, all right, really quick uh, well, not so quick. I mean, take however long you want. But what is like what is the most influential moment or like time in your life? And I guess this was Ashley's question from the last podcast. but but what is a point in your life or someone who has influenced you so much?
1: So the person I've talked to you about this Connor, the person that's influenced me more than anything was my uh, was my dad. I tell kids, um, if they ever say anything nice to me, like, a kid gets in an argument with me and I'm kind of standing there stone cold, you know, not responding, kind of taking it, being patient. And then the argument's over or something like that. They, they're like, "Well, man, I can't believe how patient you are. I don't know how you got that. Or like "Miss McCarthy. Hey, thanks for, thanks for being, you know, nice to me. I was having a bad day the other day. Uh, anytime anybody says anything positive about a characteristic of mine, all I think in my head is like, that's a fraction of what my dad was. If people think I'm nice, it's a fraction of how nice my dad was. If people think that I'm like joyful or patient, it's a fraction of what my dad was. My dad was legitimately just the greatest person that I knew. And I still strive to be like him in a lot of different aspects. So uh, he was the most influential person in my life. And I'm the fifth of seven kids. So there wasn't, and fifth of seven kids, and he was a truck driver for 20 years. So we didn't have a ton growing up, but we always had enough. And we never felt the stress from him, whether he was working two or three jobs, he came home with a smile on his face, ready to play with his kids, pick us up, throw us around, and just be in the moment with us. So I try to do that with my kids as well, and with you guys. I'll have a bad day where I don't, I don't sleep because I have a one-year-old who's teething. Yeah. You know, I'm up at <laughs> 345 and she doesn't want to go back to sleep, so neither do I. And I really try before every class to not let that depict my attitude for that class so um, and that's exactly what my dad would have done so yes my dad by far the most influential person and anything with him his his influences on me all the way up to his death were like the most impactful things and I learned a lot through his death because I had to find other people to go to he was my everything I went to him for advice for uh, praise affirmation when I was you know making decisions and stuff like that and yeah so Finding that through other people, like my wife filled a lot of those roles, a couple of my friends filled a lot of those roles as well. But yeah, is that okay. what you were looking for? Kind yeah, of? yeah, okay. I would agree.
0: And, and a question I'd ask is, as you've said this before, but your dad was extremely positive. And I understand that, you know, money is everything and in a family of seven kids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it can be stressful. But how do you think that he always maintains such a positive outlook? And how do you do it? Like, so, like, I, I see I, you. And I think that you have a really amazing, like, life right now. Like, I think your family is perfect. Not perfect, because <laughs> no family is perfect. But I think that yeah. you, it's just a very model, amazing, high-standard role model family. And I think that that's probably, you're probably going to head down the road of you want more kids, correct? You want yeah, a big family. I do want a few more kids, And yeah. so, but how how do you maintain this happiness when all of this is happening? Or, or when bad things happen?
1: So bad things happen, and that, that, that's tough. I, I think it's just... Uh, perspective Um, perspective and and getting that perspective from people that you love and respect and that you you know want to you want to shoulder this life with kind of you want to bear some of their burden sometimes have them bear some of yours so uh, getting when I'm down in the dumps and something happened got a fight and got in a fight with my wife or a student says something that you know really cut to the core or just having a bad day just get perspective from other people and just like you talking right now you're you're saying such nice things about me and my life right now there's no reason for me to be unhappy about some small situation that happens when yeah. i have yeah. every reason to be happy right now
0: yeah um, and i would agree with that i think there are a lot of especially kids who will probably listen to this and think you know that that it's it's easy to talk about it and it's a lot it's a lot more difficult it's much more difficult you know to do it I think that it's just a lot of perspective of, like, the way I think about it is that, like, high school, like, sometimes, like, there are times in high school where it's extremely difficult, but then I think, like, tomorrow, this will still be somewhat of a big deal, and a week from now, it'll be Mm -hmm. a little less, and a month Mm -hmm. from now, and a year from now, and high school is only a a four-year period of your time, and the average life is around 80 years, so you would hope that, you know, barring any horrible problems, that, high school is not what defines your life it's just a stepping stone to what goes further right
1: mhm yeah 100% i think i think everything in life should be a learning experience whether it's good or bad and i think if you look at it like that as well then you can find that joy in the hard times if you you can't have growth if there aren't any trials so Absolutely. if you if you see every hard time which we all go through you I wouldn't want to be in your shoes right now as a senior, Connor, with everything that's going on, but you're seeing, yeah. you're you're being positive about it. And like situations get thrown our way that we don't like. Yeah. Uh, and if we, when that situation comes our way, we think in our head, oh, this is this is that moment that is challenging my character. This is actually an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. Then we can grow through it. If we let it defeat us, then what is our character?
0: Then who are we? I would agree with that 100%. I think definitely with what I'm going through right now is it's, you know, like it's not, the game plan always is, you know, dream big, and, and yep. but dreams change over time, and, and that's something that we don't talk about as much. We set a lot of goals, but n- rarely do we ever go and change the goals, mm-hmm. because that's just not how we've been taught to do it. It's always been, you know, freshman year, what are your goals? How are you going to accomplish them? It's never, you know, you never change your trajectory of where you're going to go, and so for me it was always i wanted to play division one lacrosse and then i got into like sophomore and junior Mm -hmm. year and realized you know that's a big burden and a lot of work to do and so i never you know i kind of changed perspectives like if i could play lacrosse in college that'd be great if not you know i'll still live my life and then now getting to the point where i can't play lacrosse in college and it's just you know it kind of sucks because lacrosse has always been everything to me Mm -hmm. but being able to shift my focus onto other things and try to make it A positive experience and more beneficial I mean and 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 in a lot of ways it's not over like I still I have a big emphasis that I want to coach in life and when I have kids I'd love to be their coach and that's something that's always been passionate to me but it's just like you've got to find a different way of viewing the situation and kind of flip it instead of making it a burden is the way I think of it
1: yeah or even just even just finding other things you still have to be grateful for right like um. Just just having other people bring you into perspective, being like, Hey, okay, that that sucks, that one little aspect that sucks, but your life is awesome. You have friends, you have family, you have people that love you. Like yeah. you have things to be grateful for.
0: Absolutely. There, I think, um, just keep in perspective. And I think about that a lot too, is like people sometimes ask me like how do you try like how do I remain positive or like how does that happen? Mm-hmm. And the way I think about it is there are a lot of people across the globe that have so much less than me and are so much more happy. Yeah. And it's crazy to think about that, like, an object or, like, just things don't make you happy. And it's just, like, the mindset they're in. Like, they're, and I don't like mean to be kind of cliche, but, like, children in Africa who don't have clean water or, or a food source or, you know, parent, like, someone's died in their family or, you know, like, medicine isn't yeah. the most developed over there. And so... You know they're like but they find enjoy that they, they enjoy like playing soccer on a dirt field with no goals just posts and stuff like that and they just find like ways of being so happy and i think it's just like it's just all perspective it's, it's like all
1: compare comparisons yeah so, yeah the i tell my students this in physics we talk about relativity right and we talk about how we are almost everybody living today are part of the one percent of human history we are the richest, even if you're one of the poorest, you're one of the richest yep. people in human history if you have things like a shelter and even just clean drinking water available at all times and yeah. plumbing and stuff like that. You would have been one of the wealthiest people a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago. So yeah. were there people that were happy then? Yes, but comparison over time in history, there there is no the the rich right now won't be rich a hundred years from now. The rich then won't be rich a hundred years from then, but they feel rich in the moment because they have more wealth than the people around them. So if we can learn to compare ourselves, either stop comparing ourselves to other people's situations or just realize how lucky we are to be in the time that we're at, then you can find that joy and happiness. Absolutely.
0: So I'm gonna shift it here. Go for it. What would you, like if if you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice, what would you say to yourself?
1: At any point in time.
0: Yeah, and when? Like when would you talk to yourself? (sighs)
1: um that's a good question um i would i don't know i'm really i'm really happy with where things are at right now in my life i think if you would ask me a year ago or two years ago i would had a different answer for you um but now that i've seen these 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 paths come to fruition yeah i am happy where i'm at i guess uh I guess maybe I would have gone back I, I don't know. I actually don't have an I, I don't have an answer for you. Maybe maybe gone back to my first year of teaching and told myself that you're allowed to be you. Like the first year, I think it took me like 3 years to start having my own sense of humor, being sarcastic, goofy with the kids and the the whole dynamic of my class kind of changed. Yeah. Um and I just I wish I could go back to myself and just tell myself it's okay. You don't have to fit somebody else's box. It's okay yeah. to be you in your profession. You don't have to put on
0: this face or anything like that. Um, and in fact, like so those, that's are the, yeah. those are the best teachers. It's mm-hmm. like the ones that feel comfortable sharing who they are with you and kind of mm-hmm. having that time together. There, I've had teachers where you know it's just strictly business, and and we've talked about it. The ones that don't really find enjoyment, and you've especially as a teacher in that profession, you've got to find a greater purpose Mm -hmm. than just giving people homework and teaching a curriculum. It's teaching about life and you're such a drastic, you know, you're a major impact in these kids' lives. A lot of them, especially who don't have amazing home lives, who have parents that are divorced or problems or are monetarily kind of, you know, restricted and you have, they see you every day, five days a week for an hour. And it's amazing the amount of teachers who don't think that they have an impact on a kid's life, but then also you know as, as it grows more, a lot of teachers do believe that they have a significant impact on a lot of people, not only the kids but the teachers and their families and everything mm-hmm. so I think that you've done an amazing job of being you know very focused on not only the curriculum because physics is awesome, and I love physics to death, mm-hmm. but i I you know physics is not my number one priority or yeah. my number one subject yeah. so but I think that just you teaching it and having the ability to kind of convey not only physics but just life lessons to the students is such a valuable thing as a teacher. And I know, I had you, you know, freshman mm-hmm. year, and it was I wouldn't say there's a drastic difference because I can't really think back to that as much. But I would just say it's a lot easier to relate to you now, especially since I'm older and more mature. Mm-hmm and I've been through more, that I think it's a lot easier to, to just kind of relate to you and, and communicate with you than it was back then. Thank you. Yeah, and so, um, but but besides that, I think that you're spot on, and I look at you as an outsider and as a student, and I think you have you know an amazing family. You have a great job where you influence a lot of kids, and all, a lot of the kids, in fact, I'd say probably all of the kids love you to death. I think that you've done an amazing job with what you know, just accomplishing so much, and you're still very young, and I think that, you know, I look at you, and I think that that's something that I want to have. Maybe not, no, the career, but I've always thought about teaching, but, but more of the lifestyle of just having such a great family and having, you know, just an amazing life. So you saying that you wouldn't go back and tell yourself anything speaks to that.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think that'll be true I think in every in every circumstance there'd be a time when I would go back and tell myself something. it's very nice of you to say that like I I, I do love my students I sincerely do yeah. and it doesn't mean that every word I say is lovey-dovey yeah. to them or that they say to me is always you know lovey-dovey and nice you know um, but but I hope that they can feel it when they come in my class you know I, I write down my goals every day and they there there's nothing to do with curriculum on there there's a little bit to do with enthusiasm but it's all about love and respect and patience with kids and it's, I'm not going to, you know, bring it out, but, uh, but I really try every day to start fresh with each kid. And I think, I think they, I think they feel that they feel my energy. I feel their energy. Um, and I enjoy my job because of it. I really like working here. I really like the kids here. Uh, and if I didn't have, my wife and my kids and this and my and my family and these people to come home to. I could get addicted to just being here because it is such a loving environment.
0: Yeah, you know? I think that you us, and and there are a <laughs> bunch of other teachers, but have made a big cultural shift in Ording High School, where not freshman year for me, but I've heard things in the past where there are teachers that were a little bit less uh, proactive about trying to change students' lives, and it was more of just a nine to five job that they were working to make ends meet and try to, you know, climb the ladder monetarily, but I think you get a lot of fulfillment out of and I I have the unique perspective of being a leader and also receiving a lot of fulfillment for that and I'm really thankful for that opportunity of of being in leadership and being kind of, you know, working with you and Miller and teachers who, you know, want to help see students grow and and try to put them in the best position. So, yeah. I know that we're thankful for that. All right, so I'm going to ask you just to finish off the podcast uh what is the question that you would like to post for the next person
1: um i mean we do this every monday right and i think i think going back to the relationship thing with kids we do the weekend updates every monday yeah when i forget to do it kids rip into me they're like yeah. wait wait we didn't do weekend updates stuff like that because i think they like to hear as much as they are hesitant to share about their lives they like to hear about other people's lives and relate to them and i think it, it builds the classroom yeah. as the year goes on but uh One of my favorite questions that I've asked the kids this year that led to a lot of like, oh, man, I didn't know that about you. That's interesting. Was what is your favorite childhood memory? The first one that comes to mind, like instantly when I say that, and it could be anything. It could be Disneyland, a bike ride with your dad, whatever. Yeah. What is your favorite childhood memory? All
0: right. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, You're a big piece of why I started the podcast and you're a huge inspiration in my life. Uh, And I know a lot of the listeners are super enthusiastic to hear this. But thank you so much, and I really appreciate it. So, as always, live, love, and learn.